Mysterious-ish. Contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, hi, uh, welcome back to Mysterious. So, um, today we're following a little bit closer to what, what our little roots were. Ooh. So last season we discussed conspiracy theories surrounding musicians who died. And today I'm going to talk about musicians who are not dead, but why people think they are. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. But. Yeah. So for as long as the internet has existed, there's been like death hoaxes surrounding anyone who might um, <clears throat> have a semblance of fame, like at all, period. Um, I very vividly remember someone spreading the rumor that Lil Wayne died when we were in middle school. And I was very much in my Lil Wayne phase at the time. You sure were. <laughs> so um, your girl was hurt. Your girl was hurt. I was distraught. It was it was not a good time in my life. <laughs> so um, here are just a few others who have been thrown under the bus by this absolutely ridiculous and heartbreaking hoax. Um, Drake. Ooh. Bob Dylan. Mm. Britney Spears. Oh. Justin Timberlake. Mm. Will Ferrell. Ooh. Nick Jonas. Mm. Taylor Swift. Jackie Chan. Lindsay Lohan. Fucking Obama. Obama. Vin Diesel. No. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No. Jack Black, Nicolas Cage, Hillary Clinton, Cher, Miley Cyrus, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. What? Come on, Jeffrey. You can do it. Baby. What the fuck is that? Put you back into it. TikTok. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Look what you came from. Look where you are now or something or other. Beautiful. Thank you. You could sing anything to me and I wouldn't know what you were saying. Oh. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but like I said, absolutely any semblance of fame makes you eligible for these bullshit hoaxes. So uh, I'm going to cover several of these conspiracy theories, but uh, I'm going to start with the most ridiculous one that had me fucking rolling the other night when I was doing this research. <clears throat> So our first celebrity imposter here, which is what I have deemed this this episode title, imposter, celebrity imposter, oh. not like not like like spaghetti, like impasta, but like imposter. You know, sorry. <laughs> Listen, I really like pasta. <laughs> Eric, I didn't think I was funny, but it's fine. <laughs> sorry, that was really impasta. dumb. That was really dumb. Listeners, are Bust. you still there? <laughs> So, um, our You're first... Safe. Stop it! <laughs> Did you hear his bitch ass here say his own self? He fucking asked the question! You, you asked the question? Oh. Oh. <laughs> At this point, I'm, like, 95% sure he's doing it for the memes. Oh. He's doing it so that people make fun of him. Oh my god. <gasps> he wants Johnny Depp to win. But... And so he's foiling everything for Amber Turner. You Turk. know what? If that's the case, I live for it. Same. Bitch. 
for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as we are a week into the Johnny Depp trial, I know by the time this comes out, we'll be about three weeks in. So this is like hashtag free Britney all over again, mm-hmm. but for Johnny Depp this time. Okay. Here we go. Yes. Episode. Sorry. It's fine. No more hearsay. Listen. Listen. We are allowed to derail for Johnny Depp. Mm. He needs our support. So he does. He was there for us. Mm-hmm. We need to be there for him. All the derails for Johnny Depp, but only for Johnny Depp. Yes. And for the three people that I'm going to talk about right now. Oh, so, yes. um, um, our first celebrity imposter, imposter, is the one, the only, Katy Perry. And Katie? she's here with us tonight. <laughs> Woo! Just kidding. She's super not, but I love her. Um, so all of my fellow true crime buffs will get a kick out of this one. <clears throat> yes, the theory is that uh, Katy Perry, as she's famously known, is actually JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> For those who don't know. <laughs> Do you know who JonBenet Ramsey is? No. I'm going to tell you. So, for those who don't know, including Erica... JonBenet Ramsey is a hugely famous and extremely controversial murder case. Oh. JonBenet was a child pageant star who was murdered in her home on Christmas night. She was only six years old. And there are a fuck ton of conspiracy theories as to who the murderer was. If you don't know this case and you want to hear something absolutely insane, go find a podcast about it. I know Morbid has covered it. I know, um... And that's why we drink has covered it. I know my favorite murder has covered it. I mean, you literally probably every single true crime podcast on the face of this planet, if they've been around for a while, they have covered JonBenet Ramsey because it's just that controversial. So we may cover it in the future, but it doesn't really fit into this season. And also it's so hugely covered that I don't really know if I want to cover it because everyone else has. You know what I mean? So it's just like telling... People who listen to multiple true crime podcasts are going to be like, okay, yeah, I understand. I know the JonBenet Ramsey story. Like, I know it. So, um, anyways, back to the original theory about <coughs> Katy Perry here. My God, bless you. Okay. So, anyways, the original theory here is that uh, JonBenet Ramsey never actually died in 1996. Rather, she hid her identity for years only to reappear in the spotlight as singer-songwriter katie perry you said 1996 you're missing okay no she died oh she was dead like no she literally died which is why this this theory is so ridiculous okay okay okay. because um her parents found her body in their basement oh so she was ded dead for sharzies like for sharzies for sharzies she was ded dead dude dead dead um for someone that doesn't know the case, did the parents do it? <clears throat> no. Okay, got it. Um, for, uh, um, to save our asses from a defamation case, no. <laughs> got it. So they did not do it. No. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I, I'm going to tell you this story after this. Okay. okay. I'm going to talk to you. Okay. Right. Okay. So this theory uh, is flimsy at best and is solely based on the fact that Katie and JonBenet look mildly similar. Like basically they're both blonde and pretty because Katy Perry is naturally blonde. Uh, in my opinion, 
Katy Perry is not JonBenet Ramsey. Sorry, not sorry. Moving on. Next on our imposter list, Mr. Rap God himself, Mr. Slim Shady. Ooh, Eminem. Eminem, Eminem, Eminem. Yep. This theory goes that the real Slim Shady ah. <laughs> died in 2006 and <laughs> was replaced by a clone. Listen, I had fun writing this because I've put a lot of meme or a lot of memes, a lot of um puns, music puns in here. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so supporting evidence. Well, um, he he changed his rap style and his content, and um, he looks different now mm. in 2022 than mm. he did in 2006. Sure. Yeah. So you know, um, he died and was replaced by a clone. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Some bitch. Yep. Okay, so who was in charge of this death and replacement of Eminem? Well, I'll give you one guess. Oh, the Illuminati. The Illuminati is, in fact, in charge of this death and replacement of Eminem and Eminem. According to this... I'm sorry, that's how I always say it. Eminem and Eminem. I can't help it. So, according to the song Cloned Rappers by Tom McDonald, the Illuminati, quote, took bone samples to clone rappers. He also mentions Eminem by name in this 2019 song. Other believers of this theory claim that the Illuminati replaced Eminem in order to further their agenda. Why do they believe this? What makes them believe this? Well, because Eminem praised Jay-Z, the supposed leader of the Illuminati, in an interview in 2017. He said he looked up to Jay-Z, which made people think that he was uh, the Illumi- that it was the Illuminati filling the clone's head with rehearsed lines. Isn't that weird? Can can he not praise Jay-Z? Yeah, for fuck's sake. He, like, is helping out another, like, like, a fellow rapper. Like, God forbid. All I can think about is, like, is there, like, some sort of beef between Eminem and Jay-Z that we don't know about for people to think that? Can you imagine if there was beef between Eminem and Jay-Z? Well, that's what I'm saying. Then I would definitely believe. That would be intense. That would be an intense-ass beef intense ass beef a big old that beef. should be on a shirt <laughs> intense ass beef <laughs> anyways go to our merch store just kidding we don't have one uh maybe later maybe maybe tomorrow <laughs> i'll make a shirt with intense beef on it intense ass beef right no stop you have to put the hyphen between ass and beef okay. so it's intense ass beef okay i like that <laughs> Instead of intense ass beef, you know, you gotta put the emphasis on the right syllable. Right syllable. (laughs) Sorry. Our listeners are all gone. They're done. Anyways, in 2013, Eminem did an interview. Eminem did an interview with BBC Radio One. During this interview, he turned to the camera to talk to people who would be watching. To the camera. Yes. This boy said. Quote, stay out of my head. Followed by a long, 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 long pause and awkward facial movements. Of course, everyone who believes... What? Drugs. Mm. Drugs. Potentially. I mean, it was 2013, so I don't know. I don't know where he was in his addiction. Did he even have an addiction? Did he have an addiction? Oh, he super did. Oh, okay. He super know. did in the early in the early two thousands. I'm not sure about relapse. The album relapse. 
was after his drug addiction. Mm. But I'm not sure what year that came out. When did Not Afraid come out? Because Not Afraid is on relapse. That was like 2010. Something like that. I don't know. But so, of course, everyone who believes this theory immediately took this interview as a sign that Eminem is a clone or a robot who cannot function like a human being. That's right. 2010? Look at you. Proud of you. I'm proud of myself. Usually I'm wrong. (laughs) So I watched this portion of the interview. And in the middle of answering a question, Eminem looks at the interviewer and says, quote, music is always going to be in my head along with myself that's always trapped in it. To which the interviewer responds, quote, we are all trapped in your head. It's a byproduct of the records. After some banter, Eminem says, quote, actually, don't get trapped in my head. I wouldn't wish that on nobody. And then the interviewer says, quote, you should address the camera because right now there's a lot of people probably. And then he trails off. This is when Eminem turns to the camera and says, stay out of my head. And then pauses for a very uncomfortable 13 seconds. Okay, so with the context, it just sounds like he, okay, he's Eminem. He's kind of a strange dude. Yes. So like, I do believe that he's always fighting in his head about something. And so I think he just kind of did like that creepy factor to tell people yeah. like, stay out of my head. You don't want to be like me. Okay, listen, I've never seen The Office. I'm sorry. I haven't either. Thank God. Okay. I just imagine that this interview would have fit into a scene on The Office. Oh, like that, is it Dwight where he's always like, just staring at the fucking camera, I think. I don't know. With the glasses? Yes. Yeah. Dwight's the one with the glasses. But yeah. Yes. I just imagine this scene fitting perfectly because, I mean, he just like dead ass stares the camera down for a solid 13 seconds. I counted. <laughs> well, I counted. <laughs> it was very awkward. But he's also like like twitching his eyes and like moving his eyebrows and like It's squinting. that mind control we talked about. Oh, shit. It's MK maybe fucking i don't know whatever in my um humble opinion this is just eminem being eminem yeah this is not an unusual behavior in my eyes um he is a strange character and that's what we love about him i don't think that he is a clone i don't think he's a robot i think the (laughs) tomato come with me if you want to live the fuck we gotta turn some weird ass shit into something funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah no shit okay um we're gonna struggle in the true crime season you realize that yeah people are gonna probably hate me (laughs) it's fine listen half of the podcast that the true crime podcast that i listen to they're all like they all like nervously laugh so i'm like that i don't know how to take things and, like, if I don't make it into a joke, it's going to destroy me, so. Yep. Chandler. Chandler Bing. <laughs> right here. Here I am. Hello. I'm Chandler. Uh, okay. So, honestly, Eminem has always been brutally honest in his raps mm-hmm. and potentially a little violent. And if anything that he has recently produced is similar to his original stuff, it's his diss tracks to MGK mm-hmm. and Donald Trump. And his response to people trying to cancel him. Yes. They exemplify who Eminem is as a rapper. 
He speaks his mind, regardless of how blunt his opinions may be. I do not believe that Eminem is dead and has been replaced. I think he grew up and changed his music style and his look. Y'all just like read into too, to stuff too much is that's all I think. Cool. Cool. You got opinions? No. Eminem is real. He's not the. He's alive. Live. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Avril Lavigne. You bitch. <gasps> <laughs> you, Fuck didn't, yeah. you didn't even let me get my joke out. Oh, I'm oh wait, no, tell me the joke. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Now on to the bigger conspiracy theories. Hell yeah, she's the motherfucking princess, Avril Lavigne. Oh, God. Mm, Erica stole my thunder. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, this theory says that Avril... Okay, it's okay. I should have said Paul McCartney instead. No! <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> oh, you said three. I meant four. I miscounted. I was a music teacher, not a math teacher. <laughs> the sad part I'm just is. just gonna go into my corner. <laughs> Sad part is music teachers still have to count to four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. There's a reason I quit. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways. Avril Lavigne. Oh, my face hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. So this theory says that Avril was replaced by a lookalike in 2003. Um, this theory began in 2005, but has recently resurfaced due to Avril's latest r- r- album release. Album. R- album r- release. R- raggy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, according to those who subscribe to this theory, Avril was struggling with being famous. So she hired a body double to make public appearances for her. Um, this body double's name was Melissa Vandella. Mm. Mandela, look at your shirt. <gasps> what a coincidence. Well, <laughs> you're stealing that? all my thunder today, Erica. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> I'm just going to go. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you have to listen to the rest of my no, theories. Finish it without me. I just uh, ruined everything. I hate it here. Please don't leave me. Oh. Uh, body double, Melissa Vandela. So, sometime in 2003, it is said that... Oh, 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 this is sad. Oh. Avril Lavigne died by suicide after death. Oh, fuck, I fucked it up. Oh, God. (laughs) I hate myself. We're sad. So, sometime in 2003, it is said that Avril Lavigne died by suicide after the death of her beloved grandfather and was replaced permanently by Melissa. Supporting evidence for this theory includes... Similarly to Eminem, she dresses differently. She wears different clothes. Classic early 2000s Avril Lavigne wore shorts and pants. But present day Avril Lavigne has been seen in dresses and skirts on the red carpet. How dare she? Mm. Maybe she changed her mind. I did. I I used to refuse to wear dresses and skirts. Hate them. 
I couldn't, you couldn't catch me dead in middle school in a skirt or a dress. It wasn't going to happen. But now, oh my God, in high school, no fucking way. But now I love them as long as I can wear something underneath because your girl's got thick ass thighs and uh, chafing sucks. So I'll wear dresses and shit now because I'm 24 and not a 14 year old emo kid. Right. You know, Mm. it's pretty typical for people to change their mind about what they wear. Sorry. So not only does she dress differently, but she also physically looks different. A Brazilian yes. blog titled Avril Esta Morta. That's that's the best you're gonna get. It means Beautiful. Avril is dead. Oh. Points out that uh the moles and various skin blemishes have disappeared since the quote replacement. They also say that her handwriting changed, as did her nose. The final nail in the coffin is a promotional photo shoot in which Avril Lavigne has the name Melissa written on her hand. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So that's a little sus, but maybe she had a friend named Melissa. You don't fucking know. Right. Maybe, maybe her friend Melissa had a podcast and she was trying to subtly promote her best friend's podcast. You don't know. Right. You never know. Don't assume. You know what they say about assuming. What? You're gonna make me say it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just stealing your thunder, so say it. Uh, it makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh boy. So I tried to read this blog post, but um it's entirely in Portuguese. Oh. And um your girl doesn't speak, speak Portuguese, Portuguese or read Portuguese. <laughs> and it's a long ass post. So I figured Google Translate wouldn't be of much help, mm. considering it's, like, probably, like, a 20-page blog post. So um, I did find a small translated snippet in another article that referenced the blog post. This snippet reads, quote, I've never seen a singer change her style of singing, writing, dressing, and behaving as much as Avril Lavigne did, and everyone was talking about it at the time. Everyone was talking about the sudden... And radical change in Avril's style and personality. It wasn't just the style or the way of dressing that changed. Her style is different. It wasn't just the style or the way of dressing that changed. Her style is different. My brain hurts. (laughs) Her musicality is different. The lyrics follow another line. In short, she is, quote, someone else. Hmm... Let's just analyze that evidence really quickly. I will say, when I first heard about this conspiracy, I will say she does look a whole lot different. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean as in, like, she grew up looking different. Like, she does kind of look a little different. But I'm not saying that she's not the real Avril Lavigne. But it's a little fussy-wussy. So let's analyze it. Let's analyze it. So as far as the statement that I just said goes... Everyone was talking about it. Mm. It was a publicity stunt. She had fallen out of the spotlight and her PR team made an executive decision to change her look and her style. I already addressed the issue of her wearing dresses versus pants. Mm -hmm. She looks physically different. Yes. Her nose and her skin. Okay. She got a nose job. She got a better foundation. Photoshop technology has only improved since 2003. Any number of those things and probably more could explain that. She literally grew up. Yes. 
That's my favorite reason. She grew up. She moved on from who she was when she was a teenager, just like we all do. And she's now engaged. Yes. Oh. I have not listened to her new album because I just don't listen to music anymore. Same. I'm just way more into podcasts. I just get really sick of music really quickly. It Yeah, it's like, it's not the same. Yes. I find myself constantly playing. I've got like my early 2000s jams playlist and mm. then my like early high school emo music playlist and i find myself listening to those more than i listen to any music that i listen to today like i'm not even saying it in a bad way it's like me and Teresa were literally talking about this like saturday like because saturday was her sister's bridal shower yeah like we or party Mm -hmm. what bachelorette party and we were talking about music nowadays like music is good nowadays but it's like it's not like dancey it's not like bring it down it's more sad like it's Mm -hmm. like real real talk shit you know what i mean sad boy shit even like um listen i love dua lipa right now i i just i just love her Mm -hmm. and even her two songs um don't start now and um new rules even those are both about like breakups yeah i mean don't get me wrong both of those songs are very dancey they're like and levitating oh don't get me started listen i fucking love dua lipa and halsey right now but i get it it's all like slow and sad and yeah or like if it's not it's not like something you would want to put on it'd be like if you put it on at like a party it's like a background song it's not bring everyone to the dance floor right and that's what i kind of like i like more upbeat Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I listen to about anything, but it's, like, a lot of the times I just want to listen to more, like, upbeat, like, if I'm in the kitchen, I want to be able to dance in the kitchen. Exactly. Cleaning my dishes. Exactly. <laughs> That's why when I'm cleaning my house or doing dishes or whatever the fuck I'm doing, I'm listening to my early 2000s jams playlist mm-hmm. because, first of all, I know every single word to every single song. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I can scream it at the top of my lungs. Yes. And I can fucking boogie while yes. I'm cleaning or whatever anymore i'm not gonna lie i mostly watch tv whenever i watch like something on my ipad when i'm cooking or cleaning anymore because like you said music yeah barely listen to it anymore i used to do that i would like watch that's how i burned through Grey's anatomy so quickly (laughs) you know the 18 seasons of Grey's anatomy (laughs) (laughs) that's how i burned through them so quickly because i could see the tv from the kitchen in the apartment but i can't now so right I need I, to. Let's see. What am I watching currently? I think I'm rewatching Seventh Heaven for like <laughs> the the third time. I know that's really random, but what am I watching? Oh, I'm watching Private Practice, which is a Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I heard that's really good, though. Oh, I was sobbing the other night, like full on sobbing. Anything that is written by Shonda Rhimes is just gonna make you cry. You're just going to cry the whole fucking time because she is a lot like George R.R. R. Martin in that she does not give a fuck about who she kills. Doesn't care. She just ah. writes, writes them motherfuckers off. They're just gone. She has an issue with you. Bye. Ah, That's what happened to Derek Shepard. He is Meredith Grey's love interest. Okay, I know that one. Okay. Husband for quite some time. Yes. Um, Patrick Dempsey, the really cute one. Which one's his real name? Patrick Dempsey is okay, his, and his name. He is plays Derek in Enchanted. That. Yes. 
Sure. I'm... Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's also what happened to um, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl plays in 27 Dresses, and she plays in The Ugly Truth. <sighs> She's the blonde. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of actors, actors and actresses by face, but not by name. You are very lucky if I know you by name. Sorry. Uh-huh. Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, Avril Lavigne. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, she grew up. She grew up, moved on, and then we started talking about music. Uh, whatever. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how we got there, but it happened. Okay, so, and finally, on to the biggest conspiracy today. Welcome to the stage, Mr. Paul McCartney of the Beatles. Well, now we're going to rewind all the way back to 1966. Oh, such a beautiful time. uh, I remember those days. When Paul McCartney supposedly died in a car crash and was replaced with an imposter. What were you saying about beautiful times? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a car crash. Like, yes. Allegedly. Yes. Quote, unquote. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, origin story. Orgy story. Orgy. Oh. Origin. Uh oh. Oh, oh, okay. You said. <laughs> you said. Uh, just kidding. Origin story. October 12th, 1969. <sighs> you fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> she started laughing about 1969. October 12th is Tyler and Kelsey's anniversary. Oh, Tyler and Kelsey. And 1969. <laughs> uh, they look really good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for having been married in 1969. Yeah. Before either of them were even a twinkle in their parents' eyes. Yes. So on October 12th, 1969, a man called to... Radio DJ. Are you ready for this name? Yeah, Radio DJ. DJ. Russ Gibb. Russ Gibb. So a man called into Radio DJ Russ Gibb on WKNR and told him to play the intro for Revolution 9 backwards. Upon doing so, the words number nine, number nine, which the song Revolution 9 starts with, played backwards they became turn me on dead man no yes another clue the song strawberry fields forever at the end the words i buried paul no can be heard very distorted and drawn out but uh in this song they also say uh quote nothing is real so take that with a grain of salt but here's the clip I will link this video. Um, yes, I will link yes. this video for you on our blog for y'all to listen to. <clears throat> Here we go. Let me turn my volume all the way up so you can hear it. Did you hear it? Yes. Yeah, like. <clears throat> you want to know what 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 John's actually saying? What? Cranberry sauce. No. Play it again. 
I can't, like, okay, you know, like, how the brain, like, if you, like... Hear it one way, you can't unhear it? That, or, like, you know how you can be like, okay, say it in your brain, and maybe you'll hear it? I can't even... It's not even doing that for me. I like, don't... I'm thinking cranberry sauce. One more time. Okay, so, like... Now I heard the S in sauce. So, like, burry does sound like berry. They're very close, but the very first part, I can't hear that as crayon. I can't hear the k either. So, <clears throat> apparently he's saying cranberry sauce. Mm, did Paul like cranberry sauce? I don't know. Is there a cranberry sauce with him? <laughs> Married no. with him? Yeah. No! <laughs> so, oh my god. The Michigan Daily newspaper even claimed that the famed Abbey Road album cover was depicting a funeral procession. <gasps> Just like Juice World. No, Mac Miller. Yeah. What? Yeah, Mac Miller. Shit, I don't, I don't remember. remember. One, I think one of those did that. That was like one of the conspiracies where like one of their albums, like they were in like a coffin. Or was it Lil Peep? Fuck me. <laughs> Stop. I don't know, bud. <laughs> John Lennon yes. is in the front. Mm. He's in white. Yes. He is the preacher. Yes. Ringo mm. is behind John. He is in all black. Mm -hmm. He is the undertaker. Undertaker. <clears throat> then we've got Paul McCartney, third. Yes, he's barefoot. We'll get to it. Okay. Right behind Paul is George. George is in all denim because he is the grave digger. Mm-hmm. So they say that this is depicting a funeral procession. And then, let's see, I need the other one so that I can zoom into it. Okay. So now, after Paul died in a car accident on November 9th, 1966, he was promptly replaced by um, a lookalike named Billy Shears. Most of this information comes from a Rolling Stone article and a video. So one of the pieces of evidence to support this theory starts with the fact that Paul, who was left-handed, was holding a cigarette in his right hand on the Abbey Road cover. <clears throat> he is also barefoot, unlike the others, and he's the only one taking a step with the opposite foot as the others. So if you look... Notice how everyone has this, their back foot going forward, but he has his, his front foot going forward. Mm -hmm. So he is opposite. His foot, feet are opposite of what everybody else's are. And if you zoom in real close here. Yeah. See this Volkswagen? Yes. Can you see the bottom line of this license plate? The, like the 2AF? Yeah. Okay. 28F? Mm-hmm. As in mean? Paul McCartney would have been 28 if. Caitlin. No. Yeah. Yes. I'm yes. uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, Paul McCartney died when he was, quote, 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 allegedly he died. Allegedly. When he was 27. So, this theory, like the other two, while very... Sorry, like the other three, they don't exactly hold water, even though there's a lot of evidence that suggests that, you know, it could potentially be true. And there's a lot of coincidental shit and, 
you know, I buried Paul, you know. <laughs> I feel like Zach Bagans when I sound like that. <laughs> Anyways, so this refers to the fact that, yeah, Paul would have lived. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> I'm dumb. Sorry. Um, If this were true, so if he, if Paul McCartney had died on November 9th, 1966, Billy Shears would have written the Beatles' arguably most famous song up to that point. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Think of that song and we're going to get copywritten. Okay, um, so Paul, however, had a good sense of humor when reacting to the silly theory. Mm. He said, quote, Someone from the office rang me up. Now, he has a British accent because he's a Beatle. So, yes. British accent. Because he's a Beatle. Because he's a Beatle. <laughs> That's why he has a British accent. Not because he lives in England, but because yeah, he's a Beatle. Yeah, because he's a Beatle. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I keep telling my dog to quit bonking and I just bonked. Okay, so he said, quote, someone from the office rang me up and said, look, Paul, you're dead. And I said, oh, I don't agree with that. Oh. Well, no. <laughs> He also said, quote, if I were dead, I'd be the last to know. <laughs> so at least he's just, at least he's got a good sense of humor about it. And right. he's not like pissed off at everyone for coming up with the theory. Oh, for sure, dude. Like if I become hella famous, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to let people just think for a little bit. And then I'm just going to come out and be like, what's up, guys? Hey, guys. Here. How's it going? Here. Like two days later, I'm going to pull a, pull a Tupac that hasn't happened yet. <clears throat> Cool. So since this theory became canon, Paul has gone on to do a literal bajillion other things. Um, He has formed new bands and he's produced new music. He got married and had four children. And he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II in 1997. Wow. So he is a beetle. He is because he's a beetle. (laughs) He is Sir Paul McCartney. I like that. That's Sir Paul McCartney to you. I like that. So that's that's all. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rant quickly. Okay. Obviously, I don't believe any of these theories. I'm not gonna bash anybody for believing them. I personally don't. The one that I feel is most believable is Paul McCartney because of all the coincidence, but still. Uh, I think that some people read into things too much. Mm -hmm. I think celebrities are constantly under scrutiny from their fans and otherwise. Uh, Their behaviors, styles, physical appearances, musical styles, etc. They're all subject to judgment if they ever change it. As far as the Avril Lavigne theory, uh, I really think that one is rooted in misogyny. I'm being real honest. I think it's a little sexist and a little misogynistic, but it's okay. God forbid a young girl grow up and change her style. I'm just saying. Everyone gets mad when a musician changes their musical style. Ask any Bring Me the Horizon fan. Their music has changed so drastically over the years that they have been a band. It's insane. Mm -hmm. They, I mean... (laughs) They even wrote a song about how people bitch about how they're not a, quote, heavy metal band anymore. (laughs) I like that song. It's a good song. It makes me giggle. So um, everyone is going to complain no matter what you do. Stay the same forever and your music is boring and all the same. And you need to grow up. Mm -hmm. Change it up. 
And win either way. Exactly. Change it up and adapt with the times and you're not who you used to be. You'll lose fans because of this reason or that reason. You can't please everyone at the same time. So fuck them. Do you. Be you. And those who matter will stick it out with you. I like that. I mean, look at us. Look at me and Erica. We've been friends for like almost 14 years. And I still, I trust her with like my whole life. And I've changed so so fucking much in the last 14 years. (laughs) Sometimes for the better and sometimes not so much. Um, But the point is, the real ones are going to be there forever Mm -hmm. so do you be you you can't please them so fuck them yeah fuck them fuck them fuck you chicken strips fuck your chicken strips there you go for some chicken strips you want to go to dairy queen let's go let's go get some dairy queen anyways that's all i got what are your thoughts all right so let's hear um eminem i actually never knew about eminem i think i briefly heard that he was a clone but i was like no nobody Mm -hmm. nobody could clone him Mm -mm. not a clone could be he is one in a million um avril lavigne obviously i knew that one uh or katie perry okay i forgot we did (laughs) katie perry let's talk about katie perry real quick hold up that one perry that one was that one is the least believable to me i had no idea had no idea about that one i thought katie perry was always katie perry well that's not her real name but what Katy Perry's not her real name. Is it Katy? <laughs> her real name is Catherine Elizabeth Hudson. So I guess her real name is Katie, technically. Okay, but Perry is a stage name. Yes, correct. But <clears throat> that, that, that was a doozy that you threw at me with that one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? That one, that one made me giggle pretty hard. Um, that one got me. Avril Lavigne um def i knew about that one i just I- yeah she was falling out there for a little bit like i don't even remember her being active but she like- okay the last song before this album that just came out the last song that i remember her coming out with was what the hell the, yes oh my life mm-hmm. i'm in good but now and that one and then for years i don't think i ever heard heard about her no, no songs and then all of a sudden i heard this this song what was it? hello kitty that one i think that that is um <clears throat> that's part of the theory that oh I really i liked it when it came out i was like i don't know that that this is a banger man <laughs> yeah uh avril lavigne fans who were like super, super emo and super punk and into Avril Lavigne, you know, they were like, this is not Avril Lavigne. There is no way in hell she would ever write this and ever produce this and ever participate in blah, blah, blah. So they were like, that's got to be Melissa. You're right. Hello, Kitty. Arigato or something. I think that's how it went. It was really, I liked it. I get why they thought that that would never be something she would do. But in my mind what the hell doesn't even really sound like skater boy to me and like girlfriend you know right so like i don't know i don't know right and then paul mccartney "Mm, watching you sir yeah that one that one got me that one got me pretty good especially Mm -hmm. the 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 abbey road album Mm -hmm. you got me you got me there 
the 28 if i that was that blew my mind that was a good one 28 if like okay what about it (laughs) oh he would have been 28 (gasps) no you're lying no i'm not (laughs) okay um yes beautiful that's all we got for you we'll see you next week bye goodbye forever Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe.